Hi, this is Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 18 of The Life of David Brainerd by Jonathan Edwards. June 28th. Spent the morning in reading several parts of the Holy Scripture and in fervent prayer for my Indians that God would set up his kingdom among them and bring them into his church. About nine, I withdrew to my usual place of retirement in the woods and there again enjoyed some assistance in prayer. My great concern was for the conversion of the heathen to God, and the Lord helped me to plead with him for it. Toward noon, rode up to the Indians in order to preach to them, and while going, my heart went up to God in prayer for them, could freely tell God he knew that the cause in which I was engaged was not mine, but that it was his own cause, and that it would be for his own glory to convert the poor Indians, and blessed be God, I felt no desire of their conversion that I might receive honor from the world as being the instrument of it, had some freedom in speaking to the Indians. June 30, my soul was very solemn in reading God's word, especially the ninth chapter of Daniel. I saw how God had called out his servants to prayer and made them wrestle with him when he designed to bestow any great mercy on his church. And, alas, I was ashamed of myself to think of my dullness and inactivity when there seemed to be so much to do for the upbuilding of Zion. Oh, how does Zion lay waste? I longed that the church of God might be enlarged. Was enabled to pray, I think, in faith. My soul seemed sensibly to confide in God and was enabled to wrestle with him. Afterward, walked abroad to a place of sweet retirement, enjoyed some assistance in prayer, had a sense of my great need of divine help, and felt my soul sensibly depend on God. Blessed be God, this has been a comfortable week to me. Lord's Day, July 1. After I came to them, my mind was confused, and I felt nothing sensibly of that sweet reliance on God with which my soul has been comforted in days past. Spent the forenoon in this posture of mind and preached to the Indians without any heart. In the afternoon, I felt still barren when I began to preach, and for about half an hour, I seemed to myself to know nothing and to have nothing to say to the Indians. But soon after I found in myself a spirit of love and warmth and power to address the poor Indians, and God helped me to plead with them to turn from all the vanities of the heathen to the living God. 
I am persuaded that the Lord touched their consciences, for I never saw such a tension raised in them. When I came away from them, I spent the whole time I was riding to my lodgings, three miles distant, in prayer and praise to God. After I had rode more than two miles, it came into my mind to dedicate myself to God again, which I did with great solemnity and unspeakable satisfaction, especially gave up myself to him renewedly in the work of the ministry. This I did by divine grace, I hope, without any exception or reserve, not in the least shrinking back from any difficulties that might attend this great and blessed work. I seemed to be most free, cheerful, and full in this dedication of myself. My whole soul cried, Lord, to thee I dedicate myself. O oh, accept of me and let me be thine forever. Lord, I desire nothing else. I desire nothing more. Oh, come, come, Lord, accept a poor worm. My heart rejoiced in my particular work as a missionary, rejoiced in my necessity of self-denial in many respects, and I still continued to give up myself to God and to implore mercy of him, praying incessantly every moment with sweet fervency, my nature being very weak of late and much spent, was now considerably overcome. My fingers grew very feeble and somewhat numb, so that I could scarcely stretch them out straight, and when I lighted from my horse could hardly walk. My joints seemed all to be loosed, but I felt abundant strength in the inner man, preached to the white people. God helped me much, especially in prayer. Sundry of my poor Indians were so moved as to come to meeting also, and one appeared very much concerned. July 3. Was still very weak. This morning was enabled to pray under a feeling sense of my need of help from God, and I trust had some faith in exercise, and blessed be God, was enabled to plead with him a considerable time. Truly, God is good to me. But my soul mourned and was grieved at my sinfulness and barrenness and longed to be more engaged for God. Near nine, withdrew again for prayer and through divine goodness had the blessed spirit of prayer. My soul loved the duty and longed for God in it. Oh, it is sweet to be the Lord's, to be sensibly devoted to him. What a blessed portion is God. How glorious, how lovely in himself. Oh, my soul longed to improve time wholly for God. Spent most of the day in translating prayers into Indian. In the evening, was enabled again to wrestle with God in prayer with fervency. Was enabled to maintain a self-diffident and watchful frame of spirit and was jealous and afraid, lest I should admit carelessness and self-confidence.
July 6. Awoke this morning in the fear of God and spent my first waking minutes in prayer for sanctification that my soul may be washed from its exceeding pollution and defilement. After I arose, I spent some time in reading God's word and in prayer. I cried to God under a sense of my great indigence. I am of late most of all concerned for ministerial qualifications and the conversion of the heathen. Last year, I longed to be prepared for a world of glory and speedily to depart out of this world. But of late, all my concern almost is for the conversion of the heathen, and for that end I long to live. But blessed be God, I have less desire to live for any of the pleasures of the world than I ever had. I long and love to be a pilgrim and want grace to imitate the life, labors, and sufferings of St. Paul among the heathen. And when I long for holiness now, it is not so much for myself as formerly, but rather thereby I may become an able minister of the New Testament, especially to the heathen. July 7. Was very much disordered this morning, and my vigor all spent and exhausted but was affected and refreshed in reading the sweet story of Elijah's translation and enjoyed some affection and fervency in prayer, longed much for ministerial gifts and graces that I might do something in the cause of God. Afterward, was refreshed and invigorated while reading Elijah's first case of conscience, etc., was enabled then to pray with some ardor of soul, was afraid of carelessness and self-confidence, and longed for holiness. Lord's Day, July 8, was ill last night, not able to rest quietly, had some small degree of assistance in preaching to the Indians, and afterward was enabled to preach to the white people with some power, especially in the close of my discourse from Jeremiah three twenty three. Truly in vain is salvation hoped for from the hills, etc. The Lord also assisted me in some measure in the first prayer. Blessed be his name. Near night, though very weary, was enabled to read God's word with some sweet relish of it and to pray with affection, fervency, and I trust with faith. My soul was more sensibly dependent on God than usual, was watchful, tender, and jealous of my own heart, lest I should admit carelessness and vain thoughts and grieve the blessed spirit so that he should withdraw his sweet, kind, and tender influences. Longed to depart and be with Christ more than at any time of late. My soul was exceedingly united to the saints of ancient times, as well as those now living. Especially my soul melted for the society of Elijah and Elisha. 
was enabled to cry to God with a childlike spirit and to continue instant in prayer for some time, was much enlarged in the sweet duty of intercession and was enabled to remember great numbers of dear friends and precious souls, as well as Christ's ministers, continued in this frame, afraid of every idle thought, till I dropped asleep. This concludes episode 18 of Jonathan Edwards, The Life of David Brainerd.